Yeah, we, we have the same type of logs, but I a jazz symbol. Okay. Okay. You're listening to Decap, a weekly podcast the Beacon Center in Tennessee, joined by Taylor and Mark. Not joined by Taylor, you are Taylor. Can we start over? No. No, we're doing it. <laughs> Keep going. I've only had one cup of coffee today, so that explains where my brain is, which is still at home. It's in never bed, there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to get started and hope for the best here. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is a more um, somber topic, the shooting that happened, or the multiple shootings that happened yeah. over the weekend, one in El Paso, one in Ohio. Um, it's been really sad for me to see the loss of life and then have people just pivot it all of a sudden and try to make political statements off of it. On both sides. On both sides. Nothing makes me more angry than getting a presidential fundraising email on the heels of a shooting or to see people say that your thoughts and prayers don't matter. Let's get some policy change. I'm like, well. (laughs) And and again, again, to be fair, saying, oh, like, well, look at Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren because one of these people really like both them. So, like, they're just as much to blame as anybody else. And, like, so it's not just one side. No, it's definitely not. It's it's saying that, well, it's, I guess you could say, just because one person who's clearly mentally ill, I, I would venture to say, goes and does something completely heinous, then you just say that anyone who subscribes to any thought that is put out there by Trump or Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or anyone is just like that person. It's completely unfair. And it's weird, too, because like, I feel like the one thing the media is trying to do is as soon as there's a shooter, they want to find out their political beliefs. Like, how is that the first thing that we care about? How is about? that even remotely relevant? Yeah, and we're not, and again, we're not actually... In terms of gun laws and stuff, we're not even talking about that at all because, no. like, be considered just not working. That we are not going to like show an this opinion on that. This is just something that's really been bothering both of us since this happened. But yeah, weekend. I feel like as soon as like, if you see a shooter, um, people on the left are like, oh god, do they have any Trump things? And people on the right are like, oh man, oh they're liberals or or they're this. Like people are looking for that right away. Like that's not the right way to go about. No, this. well, Julian Castro, whose brother is running for mayor, he's running. I mean, for no, president. No. president. Yeah. Julian Castro is the one running. Joaquin is the one who. Joaquin who's, is the one who's yeah, currently yeah. in office. Julian Castro running president. Joaquin and he's got, he's got a solid like 0.3 percent. So right. he should definitely so win. Do so great. <laughs> but he tweeted out. He posted a list of donors in his district who ma- or constituents in his district that maxed out their donations to President Trump. Steve Scalise, the congressman who got shot yeah. during baseball practice, came out and said, "This is not a joke." No. Like I know that donor names are public. Anyone can find them. But when you've got a sitting elected official who who's blasting out names of people that donated to their political, a, a political adversary and That's saying right. that they are not good people. Especially with this, I mean, it was based on the gun, the gun violence, so it's like, oh yeah, more or less like, I think the insinuation is like, oh, these people are basically responsible for the shooting. And, and like, I mean, how could they feel safe? Sickening. Yeah. You can't feel safe. You cannot possibly. I mean, we talk about it and on both sides. He's an elected official too. I know. We talk about it on both sides of the donor privacy issue. This is a. These donations are are public. You can see who donates to elected officials. But remember when um, that shooter went to Planned Parenthood? It was. It's been a few years ago. But a yep. shooter went to Planned Parenthood. Imagine if that shooter had had a list of names of the donors to Planned Parenthood and gone to their homes. Yeah, and again, their he businesses. Can, he can't get it. But you have people like you were talking about inciting violence. We talk about everyone says Trump inciting violence, maybe does, but like this is inciting violence. This is dangerous. Okay. It's very dangerous. Um, something a little more lighthearted because we obviously get yeah. really heated about that one. Um, let's talk about free speech specifically. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, what is satire and whether or not you should fact oh check gosh. satire. So, um, if you're familiar with internet blogs and satire, political satire culture. You say internet un- blogs? Are you, are you familiar with internet blogs? <laughs> I am. <an laughs> Just general blogs. If you know what blogs are. <laughs> 100 year old woman. Um, the www.blogs. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So the onion is a is a satire blog that's Hilarious. traditionally kind of left-leaning. Babylon Bee came out a couple of years ago, and what- I don't think The Onion's left-leaning. They might attack, but I mean- well, they're, that's they're, what they're, people say. Yeah, they're, Bee, they're equally, it's funny yes, on both sides. Yes, it's funny on both sides. So The Onion existed, Babylon Bee started maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. They started as like a Christian satire thing, and it's turned into a very like conservative, um, satire, but website. also goes after Republicans too. Oh, so goes like after it's, it's, Trump it's, it, yeah, all the time. It's not. I, I mean, I think both those might have a little bit of a lean, but they're both just funny. Exactly, exactly. They they lean a little, but they're viewed as satire. Well, Snopes, the fact checking website. Well, let's say fact checking. Fact checking <laughs> website started to fact check the Babylon Bee recently, as if they were not satire, treating their things as as real truths to be investigated. It all and because of that, Facebook almost banned the Babylon Bee because it said, "Oh, we see you're posting fake news." This is news. fake news. Yeah. Well, satire. There's. This is what's so dangerous about trying to police speech. Now, this isn't government policing speech. This is an independent website trying to police another independent website. But didn't Facebook or Google or Wikipedia, someone started using Snopes as their... Facebook. Facebook did start using Snopes as their legitimate source for fact-checking information. And so maybe Snopes organizationally or someone at Snopes got in their head that they did not like the Babylon Bee and they started fact checking them and it almost banned one of the most popular sites on the internet. Well, I don't know if it's one of the most popular on the internet, but it's, it is pretty popular. It's really popular but here's as the far thing. as political satire and things like that. Yeah, go. and I think, I think, I'm guessing that somebody didn't get it, but the one thing is like on the right, right of center, they usually do satire and like comedy terribly. They're awful. And this is like the only That's site true. that I know of that does it well, like it's actually funny. <laughs> It's really So funny. it's not like one of those weirdo libertarians who tries to do satire where like Snopes might be like, well, this isn't funny, so I don't understand I don't how care. it's satire. And like, but this is very clearly satire. It's pretty funny. And it's ridiculous. Like Snopes keeps digging themselves in the hole too. Like they're almost defending the, the decision instead of being like, oh yeah, we're idiots. My bad. Right. They need to they need to back it up and apologize. I mean, in the early days of me being on the internet and um looking, <laughs> on the blogs, on the internet. On the blogs, blogs. <laughs> on the WWW, um, I used to go to Snopes all the time. I used to really enjoy it, like when when you would get I don't know when you would hear something random that your or you'd see the weird fa the weird Facebook meme. You're like, oh, is that true? Is Did that, that true? many people really you would die? Text yeah. Snopes. Now, what? Who can be trusted? No one. No one can be trusted. <laughs> us. Um, We're the only ones who can be we, trusted. You can trust us. Um, <laughs> no one else. The <laughs> that brings us to a very interesting topic. Mark saying you can trust him. Um, we're going to talk about Mark's dating life. That's yep. Everyone wants to hear about <laughs> it. Everyone. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people like I want to hear more about Mark's dating life. <laughs> well, specifically, we we. We kind of talk about this from time to time. Mark has got a girlfriend. We are both in the fun and not so fun world of dating. But Mark, um, I'm in the fun. You're in the not so fun. To be clear, to I don't. Be, I don't need to be yelled yeah, at by my girlfriend. It's fair. not fun. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but Mark met the parents a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. How did it go? It went well. So it was. Um, it was really nerve wracking for me. And I feel yeah. like that's always in any new relationship. I mean, we've only been dating for about four months now. Mm -hmm. Any new relationship, I feel like meeting the parents is the most. And, and the sister. Like my so, heart started speeding up when you started talking about it. Oh it's God. So, I know. Really Secondhand nerves. My and hands she are has two Sisters, and I know that they're not like me in a lot of ways. Like they're very um, healthy eaters. Like the, the burger they made me was actually had like mushrooms in it, okay. and, and another type of uh, onions or some other vegetable. It's good for you. But so uh, and, and they're I think they're very very religious. I mean I'm I'm religious-ish, but like they're very religious. So I think I was very nervous going mm -hmm. into them. Like oh gosh, what am I gonna do? And it was a. Uh, 
that like 20 minute car drive to their house was maybe the most, my heart was beating so <laughs> sweaty fast. Sweaty hands. Oh, and I, I always sweat. So like I always have sweaty hands, so times that by four. Well, here's the thing. I've always said that in dating, I'm really good with parents because of my knowledge of current events and political things. That's yep. what parents like to talk about. They are conservative, which helps. So that really helps. Yes. So I've always said, even um, when I was in college, all my friends would make fun of me because I was like, well, I'm really good with parents because I only date people who lean center right and, and their ideology. And my friends would always make fun of me. I feel like as an adult, that really pays off. I, I yeah, I think so too, especially because like I mean, her parents are pretty political. They they understand stuff. So the fact that I'm on their page for like eighty or ninety percent of things was very helpful. You can like carry on conversation and, and trying to break the ice. Yeah, and totally. I mean, and my girlfriend's not that into politics, but like just that idea of like, okay, I was nervous, but they do agree with me on this. Because imagine going to that house and be like, oh, on top of being nervous and, and really, really I'm a liberal. Yeah, yeah, you're liberal. And now we have to talk about what I do for a living. Uh. Which is like, I mean, we're free market, not necessarily conservative, but like again, we probably tend to lean a little bit more to the right. I mean, more more often than not, I tell people what I do and then I duck and cover. Just I will say you though, just don't know. You can always happen. appeal to liberals like, oh, well, we're with you on corporate welfare, criminal justice. I mean, there is a lot of things we're with them, so there's a way to, to balance that, but it was much better knowing like, okay, well, they like some of the same things I do, so I know the topics of conversation. So do you feel like you killed it? I don't know if I killed it. I think like seven out of ten. Hey, if you guys are watching, eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, know I think her sister actually listened to her sister was really excited. She's like, oh, when are you gonna talk about your dating life and that thing? So her sister's actually very excited about it. Comment that. and let us know how yeah, Mark did. Ash, we want I everyone to see it on our Facebook. Nope, I don't want anyone to see it. But and we're gonna talk next week about your dating life, thankfully, which I think after years of being single or no, of being in a relationship, you're now going on dates again. So it should be a very exciting topic. Oh gosh, I think. Exciting, yeah. Oh, maybe perfect for you, time for me. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Good job. Good job. <laughs>